so today we're talking about confidence and exactly what in what way are we looking at confidence and how that relates to God and him being our fortress so MJ take it away because yeah. I, I think I need a little bit more than just those words yeah absolutely all right let's go with scripture first and then dig into why we're choosing these passages and also want you to start thinking about what a fortress looks like so if you need to get your google ready do any of that stuff mm -hmm. and for sure bring your bible by you because there's some good passages you can be highlighting so we're gonna start in psalm 18 we're gonna go from psalm 18 to when it says the lord is my rock my fortress my deliverance my god is my rock in whom i take refuge my shield and the horn of my salvation my stronghold so we are like nicole said going to dig into the identity series with this topic of confidence where do you place your confidence if we begin to look at our lives as the humans that we are we are fragile and fragmented mm -hmm. even on our best day right and so but as christians as those of us who believe in jesus we know that it is not by our own strength that we're able to do anything good or strong or of value in this world it is by right. the lord who continues to lift up our arms and hold us up on our weekdays and and continues to go before us and behind us on those days that we feel strong it is it is never by the confidence of who we are in the human flesh of just our, our strength that we can get our confidence because then we're just like every single person in this world who doesn't know our God, the one who created us. So we're going to break down the imagery of fortress, okay? So we'll dig in. So if that seemed a little complex, we're going to get into it and make more sense. The Lord says he's our fortress in multiple passages here. And let's think about what that is. So a fortress is something that is, and what I have the impression of is this huge, this huge castle-like, right, building yeah. or how, however you may term it that is able to protect us and guard us. And so I did use the Google and I wanted to know some terms around it. And some of the terms that I heard were just like this this place of stronghold, this place where you could be protected and guarded. The walls were made with material that could withstand all of these battles that would come against it. It was, um, you know, massive fort, a massive place where you could go and you, you know, would be protected and it was permanent. And so we think about the Lord even more divinely. The Lord is our fortress. He is what we can go to and know that we are protected from all of the battles of this world. And we don't need to fight it in our own strength, right? With the, our own grape-sized muscles, at least if I look at my own, or, or things, <laughs> you know, uh, that look physical. If the Lord is our fortress, that means that we can fight any battle with the confidence of knowing that it is not by us. We can seek refuge in him and we can win the battle because of who the Lord is. It's important that we take a second though and just really take that in. If we have confidence in ourselves, we will have really low confidence unless you um, have a delusional perception. <laughs> I didn't want to say it in the nicest way of, of who we are, but our confidence would waver every day because as humans, 
without being led by the Lord, we tend to compare ourselves. The one that boom mm-hmm. gets your confidence down because you're looking at the next person on Instagram who is like perfect, right? On these pictures <laughs> or photoshopped. And if we continue yeah. to go down what we look at it in ourselves as where we get our confidence, then on any bumpy road, that's going to waver. Mm-hmm. But if you think about who you are based off of who your God is, your confidence should be much grander mm. because then you know that even in your weaknesses, even in your you know, more obvious flaws, the Lord is not flawed. The Lord is permanent. And if God says in his word he is for you, you need to trust that he is for you. And that means that nothing formed against you, no weapon, no insult, no agenda of anybody in your life will prosper against you it may hurt you for a moment but it's not going to prosper and take you out because the lord is your fortress not you not anybody else in your family the lord is and so that should give you a different level of confidence in just exactly what it means to be a child of god it's different and so if we just Mm -hmm. continue to think about scripture Um, and how it relates to our identity and our confidence. We look at this one, still, Psalm 18, we see he says in here, like, the Lord's our our fortress, our deliverer. He's the rock. He's the one who is my shield. He's my salvation. These are monumental things to think about when we're building our person in the likeness of Christ. Mm -hmm. And to go on to that, too, it's right afterwards he says, you know, he is my stronghold. Right. So stronghold, can you explain that term? Because it's such a biblical term, but the only way I can think of it is if when you break it up, stronghold, like something's got a stronghold on you. Yes. Right? And if it's not God, then it could be... Whatever else it is other than God, it's not a good thing. It's not a good stronghold. <laughs> if it's got a strong hold on you. Right. Yeah. It's an, it's an idol. It's something else. Mm-hmm. Anything, right? Yeah. It doesn't honor the Lord, or even if it does honor the Lord, but it honors, it's not honoring to the Lord because you value it more than your relationship with the Lord. Right. It's a stronghold. And so when we see that the Lord is our stronghold, that is the, the best way to see stronghold. That's the only way you want to see stronghold, right? Yeah. Like you said, that means that the Lord has a stronghold of you, right? Mm-hmm. We hear the song mm-hmm. that's most recently com- come out, Firm Foundation, and it's like the wind, was it the rain came, the wind blew, but my house was built on you, right? The stronghold of Christ means like no matter what the storm is, mm-hmm. the Lord has a hold on you. He is the one who is anchoring you. He is the one who no matter what the circumstance looks like, like you don't have to waver in your confidence. You got the the one who created everything, not just mm-hmm. one or two people who created well, the mountains. created the stars. Earth, the stars, <laughs> the universe, things that we have no understanding of is for you. You are mm-hmm. in the fortress that is permanent, that is, is not going to change from day to day. He is an unchanging God. So your confidence can be in this mm-hmm. beautiful, amazing, sovereign Lord. And that's the stronghold you want to be in because you want no one else holding you. Because I don't care how many push-ups you've done, I don't care how many weights you've lifted, you want no one else to hold you in a storm because you will fly away. Like Dorothy and her dog. (laughs) 
you will not withstand any storm in any other stronghold than by the God who made the wind and the rain and, and the storm mm-hmm. yeah. and everything else. Yes, that's beautiful. Um, Why does that make a difference in our life? Is that kind of uh, yeah, we're going? exactly. That's where I'm going with that. <laughs> Let's look now life application, right? Why does that matter? Okay, God, yeah. thank you for helping me down. Okay, so now we think about life. Now we have that foundation of why it's important to think about the Lord as our fortress is when we get into really uh, different situations of life where we are being tested in our character and mm-hmm. our confidence of like what is the right thing to do. We know that integrity and things that we hear and we see in the word is the way that he calls us to live. Right. So we can abide by him, which means, again, we've talked about this before. Right. We can be with him. He can be with us on this walk more closely when we approach this world through the lens of his word so there's scripture that talks about like i won't walk on the path of the wicked i won't be companions or i won't partake in bribery exploitation injustice um Mm -hmm. we see those things and they have become normalized in a lot of our day-to-day but it's remembering that we can have the confidence that God has made us and he will take care of us and we will not lack supply, we will not lack food, we will not lack water. But he calls us, right, to then go out into this world in that confidence and live with integrity, to do the best that we can to make the right choices. We have the confidence that if there's a decision between right and wrong, but we feel like we're going to have a lack if we choose a right, that we know that it is by the Lord's grace and goodness that he will always provide. So we do not need to fall to dishonesty. We do not need to fall to be um, unjust. We need to have an abundant mindset to realize that if we walk in the ways of the world, we will not have that same provision as God gives us by walking in the ways that he's called us to. So if we go into scripture here. And we, we look at, there's a scripture, um, let me grab it really quick here, in Jeremiah. Okay, Jeremiah. It goes, 17.7, blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in him. They will be like a tree planted by the water that sends out its roots from the stream. It does not fear when heat comes its leaves are always green. It has no worries in a year of drought and never fails to bear fruit. The heart is deceitful above all things and beyond cure. Who can understand it? But the Lord searches it, examines the mind, and rewards each port, each person in accordance to their conduct, according to their deeds that they deserve. How can we not fear like when we are afraid? Absolutely. So this is... This is that the confidence factor of who are you placing your confidence in? The world for providing your needs, humans for providing your basic needs, or the Lord who says he will, and he does, he never lies. So when we think about our life and we, we are me-centered, we come with a lack, uh, a lack mentality. We think we need to think about what we need for the next minute, the next meal, the next opportunity. But when we think about God, what would you have me do? What is your plan, Lord? We come with an abundant mindset because we know that if we follow the Lord, the Lord's way, he's going to always produce that.
and just to like go off of that too i mean we will be afraid but we don't have to what i think you're saying is like we don't have to respond in fear and there's a there's a difference when we're responding in fear and we're, we're acting out of fear versus being afraid but trusting in god there is however even in that the lord tells us not to be afraid so it's real, and we're all real. We're all going to have those moments of being afraid. Yeah, it's but real because we're humans. We are we human. have those emotions. However, as we are in that place of being afraid, the Lord doesn't want us to stay there ever. Right. And that's why that's where we go. We want to want to act out of fear. But even worse, sometimes we don't act out of fear, and we stay stuck afraid, and that's like more more um, detrimental because it's a mental thing. The physical is selfish, right? And, but the Lord says, don't be afraid. Mm-hmm. And so if you're stuck in that place of being afraid, he also calls us not to be stuck in that place of being afraid because then we're not trusting in him. Mm-hmm. And so it's that it's the process of realizing, oh, I am afraid. Why am I afraid? What is the lack? What is the thing that I am believing that God will not come through with? Because that's what it comes down to is the root is if you're afraid of something, there is something that you are fearing that the Lord can't do. If you think about the broader picture. Because, like, sometimes you're like, oh, my gosh, I'm not going to get a promotion. I'm not going to pay for my bills. That's real. Yeah. Or I'm not going to, you know, right. these, uh, these uh, a lot of I'm not okay. going to. For There's the week, these. For the week. Right. Yeah. But not dismiss the fear. But the Lord calls us to trust him. So what do you do? You pray, right? And you act as, as you can, right? It's prayer and deeds. Like, we want to pray, but we want to also do as we can. Um, but we, we realize that the Lord will provide. He is going to provide. There is nothing in this entire world that will ever hinder the Lord from providing for his kids. He is the one who creates the money that is printed, the trees that are creating the paper. He is the one who is creating the, the trees and the fruit and the water and the things that we need. There is nothing, absolutely nothing in this world that could even hinder the hand of the Lord. His hand is never too short to provide. And so we need to build our confidence in realizing that when we're like, oh, but can this change? Do you know who our God is? Remember that. Put your heart back in the hands of the Lord and let him show you. Build your confidence that it's not just the a God that you pray to once in a while. It's a God who, who split the sea. It's a God who provided you know, daily manna to the Israelites. It's yeah. the same God. It is a God who performs miracles in my life every day. I see him. But it's whether you choose to build your confidence in what you can do and what God can do. Now, God can use people. He can use you. But ultimately, we cannot build our confidence in only what people can do for us, what we can do in our own strength. It's got to be on the Lord who has allowed us to say that he's our fortress. He's our provider. He's our stronghold. Um, It's a big difference in how you live your life. An abundant mentality that is fueled and set on the Lord will give you an endless list of opportunities and growth and and prosperity in the kingdom. Not necessarily how the world thinks it, but it's definitely more enjoyable prosperity because it's kingdom driven. It's the Lord who's providing the joy or lack mentality where you are continuing to chase things that are not going to ever fulfill you. And you're continuing to be in this cycle of being afraid because realistically we can never do the things that we need to do in our own strength and the sooner you realize that and you surrender to the god who created you the more 
fruitful you become. So if we look at Isaiah 35, 3, and it could go all the way down to 10, but it's talking about the Lord, the splendor of our God. Strengthen the feeble hands, steady the knees that give way. He says in 35, 4, say to those with fearful hearts, be strong, do not fear. Your God will come. He will come with vengeance, with divine retribution. He will come to save you. Then will the eyes of the blind be opened and the ears of the deaf unstopped. Then will the lame leap like a deer and the mute tongue shout for joy. Water will gush forth in the wilderness and streams in the desert. The burning sand will become a pool, the thirsty ground bubbling springs. In the haunts where jackals once lay, grass and reeds and papyrus will grow. And a highway will be there. It will be called the way of holiness. It will be for those who walk on that way. The unclean will not journey on it. Wicked fools will not go about on it. No lion will be there, nor any ravenous beast. They will not be found there, but only the redeemed will walk there. And those the Lord has rescued will return. They will enter Zion with singing everlasting. Joy will crown their heads. Gladness and joy will overtake them. And sorrow and sighing will flee away. That's like good news right That's there. That's so good news. Yeah. I mean, we don't, we don't, our hope in the end is that there won't be any more pain. We won't have to fear anymore. Mm-hmm. Right? And God's promising us joy. that. Yeah. Yeah, that joy and that gladness. Mm. So yeah. that's so good. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like encouraged just by listening and, and remembering that God's ways are better. And eventually that's what will come. Mm-hmm. And yeah. we can experience that now yes. when we trust in him. We can experience that joy. And that's good news. And that's really good news. So. Um, is there anything else though that you want to speak on? Otherwise, we no, can that was good. That was a really good passage to wrap it up with. That was, yeah, it's hopeful, right? Yes. And that yeah. the thing that you said though is experiencing that now, not just when we are all you know in heaven. Heaven's beautiful, perfect, but now heaven on earth, we experience that in that place of trust, mm-hmm. confidence. Amen. All right, MJ, I'm going to ask you to pray for us as we go on our way. Yes. Lord, thank you so much for the opportunity to just think about how you are our fortress. Thank you, Lord, that you have provided for us a space to to talk about you, Lord, that you've given us um, your word to be able to know truth. We thank you that you protect us, that you are our stronghold. You love us and you are for us. So thank you, Jesus, that you created an opportunity for us to walk with you. Thank you for your sacrifice so we may be able to be walking alive and understanding and seeing what it means to have confidence in you. Thank you that you have provided us um, a way to not fear, that we can trust in you in hard situations, in every situation, that you are the maker of all things and that you never let us lack as your children, Lord. I just pray over uh, my brother or my sister who is listening right now that you may very deeply be in their hearts to just show them how you are the provider, that they do not need to fear man, but they just need to revere you and trust you and love you and know that you love them every day. 
I pray that as they go through this day, God, in this week, that you may be able to just show them in their heart, Lord, just how much you are for them and that they are deeply loved and protected. And we're grateful, Lord. We're grateful for you and all that you are. It's in your name, Lord Jesus, that we pray. Amen. Amen.